You're listening to She Said What with your host, Alyssa Harper. Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to the She Said What podcast. If you have not been here before, oh my God. Oh God. It's so good to see you. Wow. You've made it. Um, This podcast is for you. It is for talking about all the things that you feel like you might not get in other spaces and to just give you motivation to feel one with yourself, to come closer to yourself, and to just know that you're not alone in things that often can cause shame. And so that's what this podcast is all about. Um, I talk a lot about sex and sexuality, um, a lot about mindset, kind of mental health stuff, um, and just, you know, things to help you feel better in your everyday life. And that's what I'm here to do. So thank you so much for being here. Today's episode is going to be great. It's something that I've been wanting to talk about for a while, but I just I haven't seen anyone else do anything like this, so I wasn't sure like how to put this. Um, it's basically the idea that we can be calling out the seasons that we're living in and naming them for what they are and then going after them with those intentions and actually genuinely seeing that this helps us to have better results in our everyday life because we actually know what we're going for and we're not just perpetually trying to grow or perpetually trying to make more money, have more friends, be hotter, be smarter, be healthier. Like it's like, we're not trying to constantly do everything at once. It's about helping you to name specific seasons like growth, you know, growth in finance or your job. That could be so many different things. Um, or maybe a season of healing, a season of rest, a season purely for pleasure and not trying to strive for anything, whatever it is for you. That's what we're going to be talking about today, and I'm going to be talking through why this is so beneficial, something I've been doing for quite a while, kind of like not even knowing I was doing it at first until I did actually make it proper like practice of mine recently. Um, Why, first of all? Also, how to actually implement this in a way that it isn't just like this like airy, like, oh yeah, like calling it out. It's actually genuinely like, okay, these are my words. Here's how we're going to do it. Talking about time frame, talking about all the kind of how to's. And then lastly, what to do when it doesn't work out. And we're going to be talking around that as well. So today's going to be a fun episode. I really hope you guys enjoy this episode and uh, let's, let's get right into it. Quick update on my week and my life before we get going into it, as per usual. Um, my week has been pretty good. What have I been doing? I've just been working, teaching Pilates. Um, I went out over the weekend, which was fun because um, speaking of seasons, in the last kind of season that I had, I barely went out. I kind of like... I don't want to say I was a bad friend, but I was kind of just like pretty distanced to a bunch of my friends just because I was like starting a new job and doing a bunch of stuff with social media. And I was just like, "Mm," she was busy. Um, But now I'm kind of getting into going out more and just like being around more people. And it was so fun. I had such a good time, guys. Usually I really stress out when it comes to like a bunch of social stuff, like standing around with a bunch of people 
I'm very just like sensitive to like loud music, a lot of people talking. I get very like triggered and I'm like, it stresses me out. Whereas, I don't know, for some reason this weekend, I was vibing so hard. I had such a nice time, Um, which probably has to do with the fact that I was ovulating at the time, because if you've listened to my other episodes where I talk about cycle syncing, it would be the time that I would feel the most outgoing and actually enjoy my life being with people. So I think that had something to do with it. Um, Other than that, just been kind of working, you know, this, um, Friday, actually two days. I'm so excited. Um, my husband, Sam, he is an artist. He's going to be opening for his like friends band at this in, um, in Bondi somewhere in Bondi. I don't know if you don't live here, this isn't going to mean much to you, but it's so cool. I'm so proud of him because he's just been creating music for like months and months and he has all these songs and he has his like first proper kind of show Oh, what a little baby. I can't wait. I'm so excited. So we're looking forward to that. And that's just going to be such a fun night out. So guys, look, look at me. I'm actually going out, like having friends and like trying. Isn't that good? Damn. Proud of myself. Cause that, uh, that does take a lot of effort for me. Anyways, that's my week. Um, been trying to find some more balance day to day with like not overworking myself or taking rest when I need to rest. And that's kind of something that I learned through doing this whole seasons thing that I'm going to be sharing with you. And I feel like it's so important. And if you're someone who feels like you're always stuck in the future, or you're always trying to do something and it feels like you try to do too much at once and you stress yourself out or you are someone who it's like the opposite. You feel like you're sitting around, you're not doing anything and you're like, God, everyone else is like doing all this shit. Like, what am I doing with my life? Like whether, you know, you could be any, in any kind of spot here where you're like, I just feel like I'm lacking in something. And I really think that this practice is going to help you because it's helped me so much to the point that now I'm actually like (laughs) pretty balanced in my life. Um, and before I never felt like this, I always felt like I was like striving and it was so hard for me. And I feel like I was constantly comparing myself to the people around me. Like I would see someone who was like doing so well on social media and I'd be like, wow, fuck, I want to be like that. And then I would see someone who's like super fit and like healthy and making all these good choices for their body. And I'd be like, damn, I also want to be like that. And then I would see someone who's like going out and partying, like having all this fun with their friends and whatever. And like, you know, just having all these like human connections with people. And I'd be like, fuck, I want that too. And I just felt like I always wanted to be everything at once. And then I just felt like I was nothing. And I felt like I was like so low and just constantly was like stuck in this place where I was sitting at home every day, feeling so anxious, feeling so like not good enough. But then at the same time, I don't know, but I actually wasn't doing anything. Like it was the worst thing. And I just feel like through this practice, I've been able to kind of break out of that. And so that's why I'm sharing it today. Um, We'll kind of get into this now. Basically, the idea is that you're calling out your season that you're living in intentionally, like I said in the intro, and that could be a season of growth in so many things. It could be a season of new beginnings, meeting new people, maybe a new job, maybe starting a degree, whatever it is. It could be a season of completion, like completing that degree, you know? Um, Or maybe you're finishing up somewhere, you're moving somewhere else, and just knowing that that's actually what's happening in your life. And I think that this is something that we kind of do behind the scenes a little bit, but if we don't do it intentionally, we can get very overwhelmed. And it's a really good way to just separate yourself for a second from your life and like look from the outside and make some choices around how you actually want to go through your next season. And when I say season, I mean a set frame of time 
that either you set or is already set for you. Um, as in, you know, you know, when your degree is going to finish, or maybe you're going, I want this to be a new season where I'm meeting new people and doing a bunch of new stuff and putting myself out there. And you set that time frame. It's a set period of time where you're calling out specific words, specific ideas. And you're saying, this is what this season is for. This is what I'm going into. This is what I want. I want to first give you context as to why I feel like this is so important and why this has helped me. Then we'll get into what that practice can actually look like. So first of all, I feel like it allows you to check in and genuinely ask yourself what you've been lacking because it's really easy to not do that. Like it's really easy to just come to a breaking point and be like, everything's fucked. I'm fucked. You know, my mental health is horrible. This is horrible. My relationships are shit. And sometimes that does happen where life just comes crashing down and everything happens at once. It does happen. But Often, it's not that everything is fucked. It's that there's a few things that could use some adjusting and there's genuinely an easy way to move on from your current situation. But because of our emotions and we're very emotional people, which is totally fine, it's good to be emotional. It's good to feel things, but it can be a bit like isolating and it can take you to a point where you're like, oh my God, like, what am I doing? And it just feels like everything's broken. But most of the time, everything actually isn't broken. A lot of the time we just need some adjusting. And I think we need to sometimes step back and ask ourselves like, okay, what's actually wrong? What am I actually needing right now? It could be as simple as I need to get better sleep because I'm constantly exhausted, which is why I feel anxious all the time, which is why, you know, I'm fighting with my partner, which is why, you know, I'm not doing as well in my job. It could be something simple like that, or that could be one of the things that you need to kind of zhuzh up. Um, Or it could be like, I need to look at this issue that's been bothering me for a long time and I need to address it and deal with it. And so it can be something on a, you know, it's a huge spectrum where it can be something smaller or it can be something bigger. Um, but it's important to check in and do that for yourself rather than just like passively living. Secondly, I feel like it really allows you to not try to do everything at once. You know, if you're someone, like I said earlier, who's future focused, this can cause so much anxiety. Like if you're constantly trying to be like this version where you are perfect and you have X amount of followers or you, you make X amount of money or you go out every weekend or, you know, you, you have this idea of yourself. You have this version of yourself that you think you're going to be one day and you think it's just going to happen. And the thing is that it's not going to just happen. Like you're not just going to one day wake up and you're like, oh my God, I'm so happy. I have the perfect family. I have the perfect partner. Like, no, it takes time and it takes effort. And more important than getting those things that you really want, it also just takes balance overall in life. Um, And I just feel like having this practice and doing this intentionally, like genuinely living intentionally allows you to not feel like you have to get everything at once, you know? So you're not trying to start a new job and also make new friends and also go out every weekend and also have a really great relationship with someone romantically and also, I don't know, start a creative project. Like it's just too much. And when we try to do everything at once, we're so much more likely to just fail overall or just to do all of those things not as well, which I know is something that you don't want. We really want quality over quantity. Thirdly, I really think that it helps you to find a focus that you can actually succeed at. And this really does lead into the last point. It naturally encourages you to celebrate all of your wins throughout the process. So it's a bit different to 
goal setting, if you will, because it's more so just setting the tone. It's setting the vibe. (laughs) It's setting like the overall idea for what you're doing right now. It's not, you know, oh, I want to X, like check this thing off my to-do list, or I want to like reach this amount of money or whatever it can, like you can definitely incorporate that and kind of have a goal edge to it, which I'll mention later with the how to section of this podcast. But it kind of leans away from that slightly to allow for more space for more opportunity and to even allow for better results sometimes. And again, results is very much a goal kind of related thing, but you know what I'm saying. It helps you to kind of separate from that and to like set the tone. Fourthly, is that a word? Fourthly? Yeah. I really think that it helps you to compartmentalize emotionally in a healthy way. So it reminds you of the purpose, the overall purpose of what you're doing. So if you know you have a night where you're on your phone and you're seeing that everyone's hanging out and you're watching people's stories and you're like, fuck, like, what am I doing? Or like, why wasn't I invited? Or I feel, you know, you feel alone. You can have a moment. If that's not your goal right now, if your goal, if your tone, if your season is not to be going out with friends all the time, but your goal is to like, take some time alone and focus in on your personal growth. For example, it helps you to step back and go, okay, actually it's fine because that's not my goal right now. You know, that's not my season right now. And it's fine. I don't need to feel bad that I haven't been invited or that I haven't said yes to going out because that's not what I'm doing right now. And that's actually fine. And I think It helps you to separate the emotions and break it up a little bit so you don't feel overwhelmed when you're not doing everything all the time. And it kind of just gives you permission to like just live in the season that you've called out. That obviously just means that you're going to have so much more self-assurance. You're going to have so much more confidence going through that season because you know why you're doing that season. And it just reminds you constantly of your core purpose in that season. Another thing that it does for you, I think this is number five, (laughs) it helps you. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really bad at numbering in my podcast. If you have listened to me for a while, you already know this. I'll be like number six-ish constantly. And I'm so sorry about that. If you ever take notes, then your notes are honestly going to be so much clearer than mine. And I love that for you. Number five-ish is that it is encouraging when the season that you're currently in feels scary. So say you're starting a new job. If you know, okay, my season is I'm starting a new job and in this season, I might feel anxious. You know, these are my kind of pain points. I might feel anxious. I might feel tired. I might feel drained. And the things I'm getting out of it, obviously, is I get to start a new job. I get to make new connections with people. I get to learn a new skill, maybe whatever it is. You kind of know the pros and the kind of cons of that season. It makes it all feel less scary and more manageable because you've expected those things out of the season. And the moment you're like, oh my God, I'm really anxious for tomorrow for my first day, or I'm really anxious to give my first presentation or whatever it is. I'm really anxious to hand in my first assignment, assessment, whatever you have it, you know, in that season, it's like, okay, but you know what? I knew this was going to happen. I knew I was going to be anxious. I knew I might be nervous, but these are the emotions that I get to work through in this season, which is different to the other seasons that I will live through in the future and the ones I've lived through in the past. And there's so much value in having a new experience or experiencing new emotions. There's value in all emotions, like good and bad. And it just reminds you of that. And I think it's very comforting and encouraging. 
This is one of my favorite points. Point number seven or six is that it gives your mind more opportunities to create solutions throughout that season because what's on your mind matters. It absolutely matters. This is everything that my last podcast was about where I talk about, um, what's the word? Visualization. Yes. That's what I was talking about. Visualization. And when you visualize something constantly, if you're picturing yourself going out meeting new people, if you picture yourself choosing to go through a break, a breakup and having a breakthrough in your life going forward, because you've chosen to move away from someone. If you picture that, if you visualize it, if you expect it, it's so much easier to then navigate it because your brain already has, has had the chance to work through the neural pathways, picture yourself, it knows where to go. And then when you're in that situation and you're like, shit, I really miss this person. Ah, was this the right choice? What am I doing? You've already kind of like set yourself up like, okay, this is the plan for when I feel this way. You've already called out that season and it's so good because it's on your mind. Like another thing, for example, if it's a, it's a new beginning season, you're meeting new people, whatever, because it's on your mind. Okay. This is my season. You go to work one day, you bump into someone, you start having a good chat. You're like, Oh my God, I really vibe with this person. Like I really like this person. Because it's on your mind that that's something you want to be doing, you're so much more likely to go, oh, we should like go for a drink sometime or we should have a coffee sometime or go on a walk or you're way more likely to like follow it up and go follow them on Instagram or get their number or whatever it is because you're like, okay, this is what I'm like doing right now. So if I know this is what I'm doing, I'm going to be more like aware. I'm going to be hyper aware of that being an opportunity for me. And it really just, it's like full circle. It just gets better and better because it's on your mind. You call it out. You know what's going on in your season. And then you're better at doing that season because you're thinking about it. If you're looking for new opportunities, you know, someone's talking to you and you're talking about how they go to this painting class and they're like, oh my God, yeah, I do this, this, this. You're like, oh my God, I will come. Let's, let's go. Like literally let's go. And then you plan it and you're like, okay, sick. I'm going to go do this thing. And instead maybe in another season, if it's more of like a healing season or an alone time type of growth season, whatever it is, you might be more like, oh, that's really cool. I really appreciate that you do that. I think that's so interesting. You know, I've always, you know, wanted to do art or whatever. Maybe one day you might be a little bit more like, ah, whatever, you know, just kind of like, oh, that's cool. Nice. Love that for you. Whereas if it's on your mind, oh, I want to be doing new things. You're so much more likely to be like, pop, there we go. That's an opportunity. Jump on it. And my last point seven ish is that you stop trying to perpetually grow. You stop trying to perpetually create. You stop trying to do that thing that might be your pain point, just like generally. So if you're someone where like you have this idea in your head, like I'm a creative person. I like to create things. I like to draw. I like to make music. You know, I create things. If you have this idea, like that's who I am. And then for whatever reason, in a season where you're going through something really hard or everything's fine, because sometimes creativity really just comes out of a pain for you and everything's fine, suddenly you're not creative, you're going to be like, oh my God, like, who am I? Who am I anymore? I don't even know. I thought I was so creative and I've been really struggling recently with creating and like, what does that make me? And blah, 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 blah. We just go down these rabbit holes because we're like, we have this idea of who we are. And then if we're not owning up to that thing and we're not like meeting 
with that expectation that we have of ourselves, suddenly we're like, everything's fucked. I'm fucked. Who am I anymore? You know, maybe I shouldn't be a singer anymore. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Any- because we just, you know, it's very uh, catastrophizing is the word. We, we go down rabbit holes and it sucks. And a lot of the time, again, it's not necessary. It's, it's not, we don't actually have to assume that we are constantly one thing. And maybe you will be something like that. You will be creative or you will be outgoing or you will be, you know, whatever, talkative. You will be all of these things at different times in your life, but you cannot be all of those things at one time. Okay. You have a brand new baby. You're not going to be partying every weekend. That's fine. You have a new job. You're going to be busy. You're not going to want to go out every night. You're tired. You come home, you relax. You find balance. It helps you to find balance and it really helps you to stop trying to constantly be better. Like the other day, I was watching a YouTube video and there's this girl talking about her like social media plan, like content creation plan for the next few weeks. And she was like, well, my goal right now isn't to grow on Instagram. It's just to like give back to my followers. And it's just to like, you know, make connections with people and and grow like relationships with brands and whatever. And I was like, oh, wow. I never hear people say that their goal is not to gain followers, (laughs) which like, you know, people are always just trying to like get followers and whatever. And, you know, I just feel like that's not the purpose of social media. I feel like the purpose is to just connect with people and have real genuine interactions and like build something that feels really real and beautiful. And that's what I'm trying to do here uh, on the podcast. So uh, if you're new, welcome, welcome to the family. Um, but I feel like that's what it's really important for. I feel like the whole point is it's social, you know, social media it's meant to be about people, um, or learning. It could be about learning things, you know, it could be about expanding. It could be about many things, but I thought it was so cool that she was like, I'm not actually trying to gain followers. I'm just trying to fucking chill. I was like, Oh my God, I love that. (laughs) Um, and it's so cool because she was saying, it's really funny when I try not to gain followers, if I, if I stop myself from trying to make content, that's going to perform well, I naturally just like start gaining followers because it's actually just real. And it's coming out of who I am as a real person. And I'm like, shit, that's so good. And I feel like that's kind of my approach now is I just, I don't really, I'm not like, you know, out here being like, I want to have 200,000 followers. Like I'll have ideas like that, you know, I'll maybe write it in as like a little goal, but end of the day, I would never like go out of my way to post stuff for views. If that makes sense. You know, even podcast episodes, bro. Like sometimes I make podcast episodes and I'm like, honestly, I feel like people are going to think that was shit. But like, I just felt like that was what was on like on my heart at the time. And then I'll get messages and people are like, oh my God, no one ever talks about this. Thank you so much. And I'm like, oh, okay, sick. Love that. Just about being authentic, isn't it? Anyways, I'm going off on a tangent. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Um, that closes off the uh, the kind of why, the whys as to why you should do this um, and why you need to take this seriously because it works. It actually fucking works. And um, I know I'm saying that from the point of view of someone who's telling you to do this. And I know that that sounds a bit um, like I, I have some sway in that direction, but I've just seen it work and I've seen it work for multiple people. And I've had these conversations with people and they're like, yeah, honestly, that's just not my focus right now. And I'm like, wow, that is so releasing. That like reduces so much anxiety, doesn't it? To know that you don't have to do X, Y, Z while you're also doing fucking F, C, K, you know? What is FCK? I hope that doesn't stand for anything bad because it was just an example. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> moving forward on how to do this, okay? How can you actually start to do this? Because I know I've been talking a bit like up in the air, right? I've been kind of just like, oh, this is what you do. And you're probably like, cool, that sounds sick. I want all those things. But like, 
how am I meant to like actually incorporate that? So like it works and it's not just like this cool idea. Well, (laughs) that's what this section is for. First of all, what I like to do personally is at the start of every month, I like to sit down, I write some goals for myself, but the goals for me, like I said earlier, when I, when I said, you know, I'll write down, "Mm, I want to have this amount of followers, whatever goals for me have become a lot less serious over the years. I think when I used to do my goal lists, I noticed that if I didn't meet certain goals, if I didn't reach things that I had set out to do, I would feel a lot of shame. And shame for me is something that I've always struggled with. I've always grown up. I grew up in the church. I've always been shamed into not wearing certain things, not saying certain things, not doing certain things with my life, blah, 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 to the point that I just don't give a fuck anymore. But at one time it was really hard for me and it still is a kind of like trigger point for me. So anything for me that induces shame, I'm very careful around. So with goals, I'm very careful around it because I feel like if I am not able to do something or something just doesn't quite happen for me in that month and I feel shit about myself, it's actually not productive. That's not helping me do that thing anymore. So I'm a bit hesitant with goals sometimes. I still do it. And this is what I'm saying. I still do it, but I don't like pour as much as myself emotionally as I used to into it. When I sit down monthly and I write down my goals, I take more time thinking about what I want that month to look like, what I want that month to feel like, what I want that next little season to look like. Sometimes it carries over from the last month. So say, for example, I sit down and with my journal, I set the tone, you know, maybe I light a candle. Maybe I put my little crystals out. Maybe I'm in the bath. Who knows? I set the tone. You set that for you, however you feel most comfortable ideally alone, ideally not feeling like people are looking at you. So like not in a cafe, I reckon you totally can if you want to, but for me, noises, people, no, can't have that. I need silence. And so, or like just nice background music, but mainly silence. (laughs) I like to sit down and I start to kind of like brainstorm. I guess that's a word, right? Brainstorm words that correspond with the things that I'm thinking about that I want to do. So for example, this month, one of my goals was spend more time with friends and meet new people. That's like one of my goals for this month. Then when I got to my kind of season moment where I'm start thinking about my seasons, I wrote in the middle of the page, a word I wrote like season for this or whatever. I just wrote the word. Um, I think it was like refresh or something. I just found a word that felt right for me, circled it, literally drew a line out to the side. And then I will think about different areas of my life. So I'll think, um, social, like spiritual, emotional, mental, I'll think family, friends, like food, diet, you know, stuff like that. I'll, I'll literally go through and I'll think about the different kind of areas of my life that I'm currently working with. So right now for me, I'm a Pilates instructor. I'll think, you know, Pilates work. I'll do content creation, social media, whatever. I'll do relationship with my husband over there. I'll do friends over here. Maybe I'll even branch out individual friends names, which sounds very specific, but this has actually helped my relationships so much. This is just like a little bonus moment for you guys. Um, actually writing down people's names and being like, I want to spend more time with this person sounds a bit weird, but 
it has actually helped me build so many of my friendships because it just gives your brain a spot like to go back to. Again, it's that creating the neural pathways. It's telling yourself, this is what I want to do. So you see, you know, my friend Faith, for example, Faith is written down. Okay. I really want to hang out with Faith, be more intentional with Faith, whatever. And I literally do it. <laughs> I'm like, cause my brain just pictures it on my little page and it's so cool. And not only can you use this piece of paper where you've kind of mapped out what you want the next season to look like to just like have that moment to set for your brain. You can also remember, hang this up somewhere where you can see it for that whole next season until you feel like you're sick of looking at it and you feel like it's all the things that you've already kind of wanted out of it, you've gotten out of it. And then it's time to move on to the next season, which I'll talk about in a second. But it's really cool because it kind of creates this like mood board, if you will, for like what you want things to look like coming up. So again, I like to use individual words. The words don't even have to make sense. Okay. This is your time. This is for you. One time I made my, my core word miracle. Isn't that so random? Also, like non-related to religion or anything like that. I was just like, I feel like things are going to surprise me this month. I feel like things are going to be fresh and they're going to jump out at me and I'm going to be like, oh my God, this is like a miracle. Like what, how did this happen? And I just felt that. And then I was like, sure. And I wrote it down and it's totally your thing. You write down whatever you want. And that's what makes it so cool is it gives your brain like a chance to just like expand and just open up and be open. And I think it's so cool. Ah, I love it. Okay. Secondly, that's kind of the practice of sitting down, writing down the words, kind of brainstorming. I personally like what a brainstorm looks like. I learned it when I was very young. My brain loves it. Literally writing a circle in writing something in that circle and then drawing little branches out to the sides. If you don't like that and you prefer like lists, do a list. Okay. You don't have to do it exactly how I do it. This is just what I like to do. I find writing on pen and paper makes my life better. And I find that it helps me to not be distracted do it however you want, but that's how I like to go about it. Secondly, make sure that the season that you are naming is authentic to your current situation, what you are currently capable of, and that it genuinely feels intuitive to you. You want that gut feeling around it to be positive and to feel right. It should feel right. And that's what I was saying about how I wrote the word miracle. And I thought that's kind of weird. And I don't even like that, but I feel like I'm kind of recreating what this word means for me right now. It's, it was about me feeling, being as authentic and true to myself as possible in that moment. And you're teaching yourself that you can do that, not only in like small moments and in your own personal practices, but like in your life generally. And it creates that sense of confidence. It's such a cool thing that it opens up in you. Um, And the reason I say it should be authentic to you is because sometimes we, even if we don't realize we're doing it, we try to do things that we're like not ready for yet, or it's just not the time for it, you know? I'm not saying, oh, it's time to focus on work. No more eating healthy because that's the last thing you should do, okay? You still want to find balance, but you don't want to overlap big overarching seasons on top of one another because that can get very overwhelming. And I have totally done this before and this is why I say this, okay? For example, when we were in lockdown, I remember sitting down And thinking to myself, "Mm, what am I lacking right now? I am lacking friendships. You know, I went into lockdown having not a lot of friends because, well, I had friends, but my friends moved from Australia home. Everyone moved home from Sydney during lockdown, except for like maybe two of my friends. 
So I was like, okay, I'm lacking friendships. What should I do right now? I'm going to try to make more friends. Like I, me, not me in lockdown being like, oh my God, I'm going to hang out with people. Obviously those two things were not going to happen together. So I felt like I was striving so hard because I was like constantly trying to like message people and being so weird because I was like, I need to like make friends. But like, it just wasn't happening and that's fine. And if I just chilled for a second and been like, okay, why don't I use this time instead for like my health? Or why don't I use this time instead for growing my relationship with my husband and then still keeping those relationships, those friendships that I have with a few people, FaceTiming, whatever, but not feeling like I should be trying to like go over and above trying to like meet people and being weird all the time. Like I was just so happy the moment I figured that out and was like, okay, pressure's off, like chill the fuck out. So I would definitely recommend just taking a second, really going, is this intuitive to me? Growing your intuition is something that I don't have time to speak on right now. Um, But really, if I can put it in very simple terms, it's just that gut feeling and it's just going, does that feel right? And the more you do this, the more that will grow. At first, it can be very like, okay, I'm not hearing anything. I'm not getting any words that seem, you know, interesting, but that's fine. It might take time at first. Now it's something that I like could easily do off paper, but I still choose to do it on paper, but I could totally do it off because I just like, I'm very intuitive now, but that took time. So don't feel stressed if that feels a bit like weird and a bit like woo woo at first, because it is a bit woo woo. It's good. Now, talking about setting a time frame. Okay, this one I think is really interesting because obviously sometimes the seasons are already set in time. Like I'm going on a trip from this day to this day or I'm finishing my degree on this day or whatever. So if you already have the time frame, then that's totally fine. Um you you know when it's going to end. Um and then if anything if it's a long period of time, you can kind of think about what are earlier markers. Like if you're like, okay, I'm finishing my degree in 2 years. Okay, well, that's not really going to work. You need to kind of like separate it. Like, oh, when do I finish um, this like trimester? Is that what it's called? Trimester. I don't know, guys. I don't actually know. Whatever. Whatever you say. It, uh, it's different everywhere. That's my problem is that I speak to people and a bunch of you are from the States, a bunch of you are from Canada, a bunch of you are from Australia. And then I have like random other countries too. So whatever you do for school, I love that for you. Um, just split it up a little bit more. Okay. Um, and if you want to set a time frame, that's what I like about this one. I find this really, really interesting because you can say to myself, you, I can say to myself, or you can say to yourself, I want to go and put myself out there. I want new experiences and I want those experiences to be alone, for example, right? So you say to yourself, all right, I want to try a bunch of new things. Maybe that's new exercise like going to different classes. Maybe that's, I want to go try new foods. I want to go to new restaurants. I want to go to new places I haven't been before, like on walks, all that kind of shit. You know, I want to have like some time to grow within myself and grow my personal confidence. That's awesome. You can write down all those things, put it all on your page. That's beautiful. And what you can then do from there is to say, do I want this to be something that I'm doing for the next three months? Or is this just something I'm doing in the next week? Or is this something that I want to do for the next year? And you kind of really set out a time frame and give yourself an idea of when you want this to happen. Because if you just write it down as like, oh, this is something I want to do, like ideally, it's not as likely that you'll do it. Whereas if you have an idea of like, okay, this next month, this is my focus. It really does, like I said earlier, help you to focus in on it and it helps you to have your mind on it and you just become hyper aware of it. Another way of framing this is like, oh, I want to be someone who goes to the gym. 
I want to be someone who's very comfortable just like going into the gym. I go a few times a week. I'm very confident when I walk in. I want to be someone who walks in, goes to the bathrooms, puts everything down, like, you know, is confident walking up the machine I want to go to. I want to, you know, get out of like the, just the woman section, whatever your thing is. If you're like, that's the kind of person I want to be picturing when is it realistic for me to be that person? So maybe by next week you won't be that person and that's fine. Maybe in a month's time, you will be that person because you're going to practice it for the next month. So the time frame is going to completely depend on the thing that you are doing. Um, maybe starting a new job. Like I remember when I made it, you know, when my season was starting a new job, when I started teaching Pilates, I actually asked people, I actually got feedback on this one. And I said to people like, Oh, this is really hard at first. Like I'm nervous. Every time I teach, I'm like taking a long time to make class plans. Like, I feel like I'm stumbling over my words that I'm teaching. I like, this is hard. And I had multiple people say to me like, Oh yeah, you just takes about six months and then you're just fine. And you like, you're almost bored. Like, it usually takes about six months. And so I was like, okay, cool. So then I went back to my little page and I wrote down six months. And I know, again, like I said, that is a long time frame. Um, I've been teaching now for, oh gosh, how long? Maybe four or five months. And I feel like I'm basically there. Um, but yeah, they said that. And I think that was really helpful. So if you actually genuinely need like feedback from other people or you need to like Google it, like do it, you know, take some time to figure out these things. Don't feel like you have to sit down and do this in 10 minutes because it really is a chance for you to like dive deep into what you want to do and it's worth your time. Another note about how to do this is if any of you are people who have periods, um, look, I talk a lot about cycle syncing and you need to know when in your cycle you are going to be more likely to lean into the season and when that season is going to be more difficult. Again, completely dependent on your season. So if your season is creativity, I want to open up my creativity. I believe this is a time that I'm just going to create a bunch of stuff. I'm feeling like that's the vibe right now. That feels intuitive to you, whatever. You can know that in your menstrual cycle, for example, I talk about all this. If you want to go listen to my other podcast episodes, you can learn this if you don't know this information already, that you are most likely to be creative, for example, in your follicular phase, which is the phase after your period. So you know, I'm going to be like fucking killing it in this season when I'm in my follicular phase. So you really lean into this practice of your season during that phase. As you slowly come out, maybe you'll find it will trickle off. You're getting towards your period. You're like, pissed off. <laughs> You're like, I don't, you know, I'm not feeling super creative right now. And that's fine. And it actually will validate your experience of that season as well. And so I thought I'd mention that, you know, it's, it's going to depend on what your season is and how you match up with your menstrual cycle, but it is really helpful. Another one, for example, if you um, are wanting to spend time alone, you're trying to do things alone, you can know that maybe at the start of your cycle, when you have more energy getting into close to when you're ovulating, which is about say two weeks, around two weeks after you have your period, you can go, okay, this is when I might want to go do a new exercise class. This is when I'm feeling like more energized and I'm feeling more open and I'm feeling more social around ovulation, right? Like I said earlier in the start of my podcast about how I felt that this week. If you're feeling that, oh my God, I'm, I'm ovulating. I'm so excited. I want to go do all this stuff. That's a perfect time to lean into a new fitness class. And then maybe closer to your period, that's a time where you want to lean into doing things maybe in nature where you're still alone. You're still putting yourself out there. You're still having new experiences, but you're not going to be overwhelmed by the social pressure that you're less likely to want to lean into, say, on your period. And so 
it's such a cool thing because you can just mix it all together and like still lean into your season consistently, but know that you're not going to feel as aligned with that season every single day. If you are someone where your hormones are changing constantly, if you are, please go look into cycle syncing. It will change your life. Like, yes, listen to my episodes if that helps you. But even if you just want to go look it up and do whatever, like look it up on TikTok. I also make TikToks about it, but look it up on TikTok and just like watch watch a bunch of TikToks about it. Like your mind will literally be blown. It changes your life. And lastly, when it comes to the how-to is know when it's time to move on and flow into the next season. And the way I like to do this is because, like I said, I do this at the start of every month. It's just what works for me. It's very motivating for me. It's like a really easy reminder. Like I'll see that it's like, oh, tomorrow's the first day of the next month. It's like, I that's my reminder. It's literally just my reminder. I don't have to set a reminder. I don't have to do anything. It's just easy. Um, I personally will go back to the one that I had at the start of last month. And I'll go, okay, like, was this true? Did this all unfold for me? Um, You know, how's my intuition doing? And I'll kind of check in and go, oh yeah, that's so funny. I did do this, I did do that. Oh, that really worked. Oh, wow, this worked. Oh, this didn't quite work. I think maybe that was, you know, a little bit too out there or, you know, maybe I can incorporate this into next month or maybe it's like, I wanna drop that idea. I don't wanna do that thing anymore and that's fine too. So going back and looking at the last one you've created and then, asking yourself, have I completed these things? Have I not done these things? Um, do I need more time for these things? Um, do I want this thing to morph slightly from, you know, maybe it's, yes, I am now happy that I'm consistent and I'm confident walking into the gym and blah, 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 blah. But I want to spend more time with people. So I want to be more social and go to the gym more. And now that I'm confident, I can start to invite people to come with me and it can kind of like morph. And do you see how like month to month, this thing just like makes you better? It just makes you like a better person because you're like fulfilling all these things that like you originally had as needs and how sometimes at the start it can feel like you're lacking so much because there's so many areas you want to work on. But if you just choose to focus in on one and think, okay, what's the thing I really want right now? Kind of work through that season, create that thing, then you can keep building on it and then it just becomes so natural. You see what I mean? It all starts to come in. You start to see it over time and it's so cool and it is so worth your time. Okay. Last but not least, last little section for you guys here today. Um, when things don't work out. (laughs) So when you planned a month and you were like, this is my month for this thing. And it just like, doesn't happen. Like you get sick. Okay. And you were like, I'm going to be so social. And then you like get COVID, you know, or I don't know, you just feel like I'm going to be so healthy. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, you know, meet new people. I'm going to have new experiences. And then like every time you just like chicken out, it's fine. Okay. Sometimes it won't work out because life just happens and it's unexpected, but we can't live our lives just all willy nilly. Cause we just think, oh, you know, life just throws things at you and I just have to take it for what it is and blah, 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 blah. Yes, I get that. You should take one day at a time. You should have this understanding, you know, life is short and you can't like break yourself over trying to do one thing so aggressively hard, but we also can't live with this idea of like, oh, life is just going to happen. Cause as much as life happens and things happen and you know, shit happens at the same time, like you 
you create your life. Like you create your life. (laughs) You can also choose to create experiences for yourself. You can choose to have focuses. And if we don't do that, often we end up just living, you know, our life, however it comes to us. So we meet someone, we think, oh yeah, I could date them, you know, whatever. They're kind of my type. And then you just date them for a bit. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, well, I'm kind of bored of them. Maybe I want another version of them. And then you go to the next person, you know, or you hang out with the same friend group constantly because you're just like, oh, like these are my friends. They've always been my friends. And like, you don't even take a second to question, like, should I look for new relationships? Are these friendships ones that are actually serving me anymore? You know, you just, you just live how, you know, how things come at you and you just only take, you know, the job that's given to you. You don't have any expectations about things getting bigger and growing. You just like live. And often it's not the most fulfilling thing because you're not actually getting the things you want. You don't even know what you want (laughs) because you're not taking the time to ask yourself what you want. So it's definitely worth taking the time to do this and to know that ultimately if certain things don't work out, it's totally fine. First of all, you can just incorporate it into next month, okay? Or you can incorporate it into your next season, however you want to do this. If this is really, say, getting you down, it's something that is genuinely like this thing has kind of failed. Like it's like you start a new job and you're like, I hate this job. (laughs) I I think I'm going to quit, you know, or you start a new relationship and like it just abruptly ends and you're like, oh my God, I did not see that coming like what is going on? Or you have a loss, you know, like in your family or something like something like that, where it's like, okay, that this is not what I was expecting. Um, I think it's really important that you are adaptable to different seasons and you're willing to switch things up and to know that yes, life is going to affect you, but also to just see this as like a workshopping phase. Now, when it comes to like losing someone that's a little bit different, obviously that calls for like a season of grief and what have you. Um, but something like, say you, you start a job, you don't like the job. You're like, oh God, I'm going to quit. I'm going to find a new job. See it as workshopping. Don't see it as like, oh, I failed again. Like, it's like, no, the whole point is you're meant to fail. <laughs> the whole point is you're meant to like try to do stuff. And if you don't do it and you can't do it, then that's fine. Cause the whole point is then you're going to go, oh, okay, let's try something else. And then you try a bunch of things. And until, you know, you find the thing that you want to do. And it's totally fine to not have a relationship work, not have a friendship work, not have a job work, not have a degree work because you're figuring it out. And that's totally fine. I actually saw a TikTok the other day and it was a guy and he was probably like 50 and he like talks a lot about like wellness and like self-confidence and all this stuff. And he was saying like, I always tell people in their 20s to just see their 20s as like a workshopping phase. Like the whole, the whole of your twenties, it's just for workshopping and it suddenly just takes the pressure off. And it's so true. You can do this when it comes to the whole season practice here. You can literally go, okay, this was something where I was workshopping this. I was trying something new. I was stepping out and it did really feel like what I wanted to do. I think I just need to outwork it in like a different way. And it's so cool. It really does allow you to like, just reflect more. And I think that's so important. I think that's something that a lot of people lack is the ability to reflect and to grow past where they're currently at. And, you know, it's why people date the same guy over and over and over the same type of guy, I should say, with the same problems. It's why, you know, people run back to the same type of shitty job that it's not the thing they want to do, but like it gives them security. It's this, it's, you know, it's just this looping back until we decide I want more. I want better, you know, I want bigger. 
I want what I actually want. I want what's intuitive to me, not just whatever I'm handed. And my last point is I saw this somewhere the other day and I was dying. I was like, oh my God, this is so true. And I can't believe I actually, like, I was like, I think I actually think this way, but it's like a bit embarrassing is that if things really get fucked, (laughs) okay, if like all hell breaks loose, it's for the plot. Okay. This is my favorite new thing that I say. It is for the plot. Everyone needs to have something that they like overcome. Like when's the last time that you watched any kind of like show like think of like American Idol think of like the X Factor and they always come to the little interview and they're like yeah so like unfortunately I've been struggling with like anxiety for the last 20 years or they're like oh like actually my house burned down like (laughs) everyone needs something for the plot okay everyone needs something you need a story okay babe you need something something of interest you need you need a talking point okay so don't stress if all hell breaks loose fuck it's for the plot for the plot. It's fine. It's going to be fine. And you're going to look back one day and you're going to be like, damn, my house really did burn down, but (laughs) I'm here now and I'm vibing and I have my new house and I have all these relationships and it made me stronger and I was resilient and you learn so much from it and it's for the plot. So that's it. That's the podcast. Um, Look, kind of went on on a whim here. Hope that was okay for you guys. Um, this is just something that I do. I don't know if this is weird. I don't know if this is like, Alyssa, you're crazy, like <laughs> whatever, stop being weird. Just t- tell us about normal things. Um, but this is just something that helps me. And you can do this however you want. You can just do it in your head. Or I would encourage you to actually take time to sit down and do it because I think that's the most effective version of this practice. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's everything. That's all I got for you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you for being here. If this was your first time, then hello. Oh my God. Best friends, honestly. And if you don't follow me already on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, whatever you use, come follow me. And so I can follow you and then we can hang out and we can have little chats because I'm always in my DMs, like messaging people. And I always have people reach out to me with like, I need advice on this thing. Or can you talk about this on the podcast? Or, you know, telling me their life story. And I just love it. I absolutely love it. I answer all my DMs. I would say basically every single DM eventually. Sometimes it takes me a bit to get through them, but I literally answer every single DM and I'm very present on social media because I love the connection that I have with people through it. And so yeah, follow me over there. It's Alyssa Taylor Harper, which I will link it in the description for this episode. Um, And that's basically it. If you guys have any like requests for the podcast, if you want to chat about anything, you can always reach out. And if you don't already follow the podcast on either Spotify hello, Spotify or Apple podcast, please go ahead and do that because it does help me helps more people to see the episodes and it helps me just see where you guys are coming from. Cause it gives me some information on you guys, which, um, sorry if that makes you uncomfortable, hopefully it doesn't, but I love when I log into my little back office and it's like, here's what your listeners are listening to. And it's like Taylor Swift. I'm like, wow, love that. That's so cute. Um, so I love, just love that. I love having more connection points to you guys. And, um, that's it. Thank you so much. I will see you next time. I hope you have a lovely day. Goodbye, everybody.